long time I shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast to listen to. Nate DJ Rambo Johnson with another episode of Big Talk the Mixtape. Yes, that's Big Talk the Mixtape coming live and direct to you on this here streaming service wherever you're listening to us. Me at You Got Me. Hey everyone, um, a lot of stuff going on in the world today, but you know, I just wanted to take time to kind of drop you a little, a little talk, a little talk about, you know, life in general. So no specific, you know, items, just kind of my heart I'm pouring out on this here app, wherever you're listening, uh, kind of only two ways, either you know, through iTunes podcast or SoundCloud at this point. But, uh, you know, I've got a lot on my mind. So why not at 2 a.m., 2.08 a.m., why not record and, you know, get some stuff out that's on my chest? Um, currently going through some personal things that I wish I never had or would have to go to and go through and, you know, have to deal with but hey I'm human and I am not perfect in any way shape or form never uh, claiming to be I am subject to correction I am also understanding that I deserve what I deserve now um my heart goes out to single parents, uh, single mothers, single fathers. I've worked for years in the domestic violence prevention and, you know, trying to help educate people about how, you know, each each relationship is different and each person in the relationship is different and everyone deserves to be loved the way they want to be loved, not just being subject to someone else's rule or someone else's reign of terror, uh, for lack of a better term. But I truly believe that we all deserve to be loved the way we want to be loved. So I guess this podcast does have a theme. I guess this episode is in, in order and is on time to talk about love. So let's talk about love. What is love? Love is a fickle penny. It's something that so many are seeking after. And some don't understand what it is when they get it. Some will never see it. Some will always want it. Some will never appreciate it when they have it. Some people are worthy, some people aren't, but it's everyone, it's everyone's prerogative, everyone's position to figure that out for themselves, what they want and how they want to be loved. Now, now here's the tricky part, because we have to love ourselves first, we have to understand what it takes for our ourselves to love ourselves. Um, 
So what does it look like? That That's understanding who you are. You have to know who you are at the center of your core, your undeniable, um, your unrefutable, irrefutable, your non-negotiable type of self-love. What does that look like? That looks like being healthy, thinking healthy, and doing healthy things, not just the physical aspect of it, not just, you know, uh, eating right or exercising, but also what you take in on a daily basis, what you allow your life to be exposed to, what you allow in your life and what you aren't going to allow in your life. Many people, (sighs) countless people, or after so many different things and wanting to attain, wanting to aspire, wanting to have, wanting to fill their life with things, to have a sense of self-worth, to have a sense of being, to have a sense of belonging. But at the end of the day, when you close your eyes, are you loving yourself? Is everything you've done really showing that you've loved yourself? How do you know that? You know, how do you how do you know you're loving yourself? You have to have a self-evaluation. You have to really take time to know who you are and what you're doing and what your purpose is. Because if you're not living in your purpose, if you're not thriving and flourishing in what God has promised you and walking towards accepting and earning what God has promised you that you're not really loving yourself. Now, um, many times, you know, there's people who they call empaths who, who are put on this earth to really just take care of everybody else who really make it their life's work to be sure that everyone else is good. Everyone else is copacetic. Everyone else has what they need to flourish, to survive and, to thrive. Oftentimes, these type of people who who wear their hearts on their sleeve, who go the extra mile for everyone else, they end up feeling empty because they've given their all. And sometimes their all will never be good enough for those who they're giving it to. Sometimes it'll it'll be rejected or it'll even be uh told that it's not love and but that but you're really giving all you can you don't have anything else to give and you've done everything you can do you've 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 checked every box you've given everything they've asked for and the recipient for them is still not enough so when is it time for the empath for the person who's giving their all for the person who's been there for the person who has shown up, for the person who has stayed around, when do we say, okay, hey, yeah, enough's enough? When does that person know that it's time to move on, time to find a different venture and different avenue to love? Because if love's not appreciated, if what you're given isn't wanted 
welcomed or even acknowledged? Do you just keep giving? Or do you stop and say, hey, enough's enough. That's where boundaries come in. You have to have boundaries for yourself and for everyone else. And you have to understand when your non-negotiables aren't being met, then it's time to bounce. Now, I'm not just talking about relationship type love. I'm not talking about uh, marital boyfriend, girlfriend. This is in any situation. If you've got friends, family, where you're, you're recognizing that you're going the extra mile and you're doing more than you should, you first have to realize that you're doing more than you should. That's important. You've got to know how far to go. Because what you're doing is you're setting up a dynamic for yourself to be used and abused, walked on like a doormat, be someone's self-service punching bag, pin cushion, or, you know, their ability to be a victim. You'll always be a scapegoat. No matter what you do, no matter how much you do, no matter how much you're there for the other person or people or things or corporations or businesses, it's going to never be enough. So you have to have those clear cut, non-negotiable boundaries that, you know, hey, you know, I recognize that I've given my all and that it wasn't enough and it wasn't appreciated. So it's time for me to go. And there's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with recognizing that, you know, this just isn't for me. And then if it's not for you, you shouldn't be upset or feel like you have a sense of guilt because you recognize that the situation you've been put in, the energy you've given, the time you've dedicated, just wasn't appreciated. You've been taken advantage of. There's nothing wrong with stop being taken advantage of. It's okay to be respected, to be loved, to receive love back, and to be appreciated. We live in a time where people just don't appreciate. They just take, 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 take. And no one wants to give back. Those boundaries are important to place to safeguard yourself in any situation. I don't care who says what, does what. Whenever you do you and you realize it's time to bounce, bounce. Whatever the cost may be, it's worth it. Because if that's costing you your peace, then that's not worth it. And I'm not talking about any specific situation. I'm talking about in general with any situation. But it's up to you to realize when you have to throw in the towel. When you're not being regarded or respected, it's okay to give up. And 
people look so a lot of people look at giving up as oh you just you gave up you're a failure oh you'll never you never stick with anything well why don't we start looking at the situations like well well that's not healthy uh it shouldn't continue and if it's not going to change then you got to protect yourself we got to stop blaming the victim for wanting to stop being the victim it's 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 crazy it's it's, it's a part of rape culture that's something that I, I on the breakfast club Charlemagne God said that you know rape culture is when we blame the victim for being the victim you know women are a lot of men say oh well she asked for it uh, she shouldn't be wearing that type of stuff she shouldn't be acting like she's acting well, that's just that's not just for women. That's for men too. Oh well, he he shouldn't have let me do that. If he did it one time, he should let me do it again and keep on doing it and let me do it again, again, again. He shouldn't say anything back. Because when you say something back and when you raise a red flag or you say, "Hey, this hurts," I'm not letting you hurt me anymore. You're the problem. Well, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, the truth will always prevail. So don't apologize for having boundaries. Don't apologize for saying, hey, no, I have to stand up for myself because evidently I'm not being regarded or respected. That's okay. That's part of knowing your worth. When you know your worth, you know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to. You know what you, what you know what you know what you're going to say yes and no to. There's not going to be a gray area. Yeah, we can give and take. We can compromise in relationships and uh, friendships and all kinds of different things. But when is compromise turning to being taken advantage of? Compromise is letting someone else have their say or doing something someone else wants to do. Well, that can't just be someone else's way all the time because if we're saying that compromise is just me letting you do whatever you want to me or doing whatever you want, even though I don't like it, then that means someone's just taking advantage of you. They're just rolling over you. They're saying that you should lay down and I should be able to do whatever I want. When I want, how I want, with the whatever I want. And when the moment you say something, oh, you're the problem. The moment you say stop, oh, no, 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 no. I've been doing this. It's you. No, no. You have to know your worth. You've got to understand what you're going to put up with and what deserves your time and what deserves your energy. You've got to protect your peace. Peace is priceless. People are, will pay top dollar for peace. If we could bottle up peace, and if I could bottle peace up and sell it, I'd be a billionaire. If I had a pill, a peace pill, 
I can just give out. I, I, I would never want for money. I never need any type of financing because people would always want it. And it's just part of life. You have to go after peace. Seek peace and pursue it. I always find the peaceful route. And when people understand that you know you want peace, then they'll sometimes they'll 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 try you, they'll push you. But there's other ways to pursue peace without just letting someone do whatever they want to to you. You can always remove yourself from the situation. Whenever you remove yourself from the situation for for betterment, there's there should be no remorse, there should be no guilt. You should feel free because that's that's the part that people just don't recognize. If I'm pursuing peace and it means I have to leave a certain situation because it's obvious or or very apparent that peace is not possible. Well, then that's on the people who are judging the people who are on the outside looking in. If I'm moving on to pursue peace and I realize that because I realize I'm not there, then hey, I've done all I can do. That's the best thing I could do is pursue peace. Now, I'm not saying, you know, um, if you're wrong, you did something you shouldn't have and you're not wanting to apologize or you're not wanting to make amends or correct your actions that you, you've done to someone else and you know, you, you're actually in the wrong. If you're actually in the wrong, then, you know, then it's you. Hey, sorry, you're wrong. But what I'm saying is in this situation, if you realize and you know at the bottom of your heart, without a shadow of a doubt, all you've done is want to pursue peace, then you're free. You're free. We, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, Make the victim be the perpetrator. And that's what a lot, a lot of things are happening these days. People want to blame the victim when they're not getting their way. And, you know, all, 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 when all manner of things are said against the person who really isn't even in the wrong, but just decided to let things go, when they're looking to be the, the assailant, when they're made out to be the assailant, then that's a societal problem because we have a society full of narcissists, people who aren't able to look within themselves, understand, hey, I have a problem and I need to address it. No, instead, they put the problem on the other people around them to make it seem as though, oh, it couldn't possibly be me. It's got to be them because this, this, and that, and the third. No, why can't we all just look inside and have a self-evaluation moment. Hello, it's your reminder to have a self-evaluation moment. Time to self-evaluate. What can you perfect in yourself? It's all about self-improvement. It's all about advancing yourself. It's all about making yourself better because we have people coming up behind us looking at our example. What type of example are you setting? I mean, it's cool to be one way in society and outside, and when you see other people walking around, you're all giddy, gung-ho, and happy, 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 joy, joy, and all that great stuff. But when you get in your house and you're behind closed doors, who's the real you? What's the real you like? Because that's what, that's what counts. 
That's what God's looking at. It's not how you're smiling out and about or how you just such a joy to be around. But who are you when you go to sleep? Who are you when you wake up? That's what matters. So for those of us who have just been disregarded or lied on, disrespected, but have just have given pure unadulterated love to try to help others overcome barriers, obstacles, or to be better, and it wasn't appreciated, my brother, my sister, take care of you. Know what that looks like. Know what your boundaries are. Know what your non-negotiables are. Find the peace. Love does not hurt. Love is kind. Love gives love. Love begets love. If we're all loving each other, if we're all truly wanting the best for each other, if we're all regarding each other in the highest of heights, highest of standards, holding each other up, building each other up, then there wouldn't be problems. We wouldn't have these issues. Uh, friendships wouldn't end. Marriages would stay together. But when you don't have God as a focal point of your life, where you're not truly focused on being the best you can be, where you're not focused on being a light to others, then that's that's where that's where the breakdown comes. But we're so focused on, well, some are so focused on what others aren't doing or what someone else did to someone else. We lose the proper focus in our daily lives. It's not hard. It really isn't. It really isn't. If we would all just consider our own actions and our own placement in the world, then we would all be a whole lot better. We all be better off. For example, look at this coronavirus uh, situation, this pandemic. It's an obvious pandemic. This illness is a monster. It reminds me of the bird box. I don't know if anybody's seen the bird box on Netflix, but that movie was crazy. Was Sandra Bullock, I think is her name. I don't know. Sandra Bullock and the other actress. Look, I forgot her name. But anyway, yeah, the bird box. It just, it's like, it's in the wind. But like, if people would just love and not hoard all the toilet tissue in the stores or hoard all the paper towel or Lysol wipes, we'd be, we'd be good. There's a bunch of people who are able-bodied who are hoarding these things and people who are, you know, more susceptible to illnesses or the elderly population who can't move as fast. They're not able to get these certain supplies. And I don't understand why we're buying up all the toilet tissue because, you know, if you're really trying to avoid illness, you'd think you try to boost your immune system by buying vitamins. I was in Walmart the other day and there's a whole bunch of vitamin C tablets stocked and no one touched, but that, that toilet tissue I was blank, wiped out. So if we could just take the time to love each other instead of focusing on our needs, 
or focusing on getting more and more and more, if we just considered our brother and our sister in our daily lives more, this world would be such a more welcoming place. There are so many people in in bad situations. and, And if we just took the time to really look and consider the life that we have, we all can see that it could be a lot worse and we're pretty well off. Now I'm not saying that, you know, people aren't going through illnesses and, you know, clinking, clinging on to life and trying their best to survive. I'm not talking about that. My heart goes out to whoever is dealing with a terminal illness or who is just trying to make it day to day. But I'm talking to those people who aren't waking up hungry, aren't going to bed hungry, aren't sleeping in their cars who know, who have an address, who know where their next meal's coming from. I'm talking to those of us. If we just took the time to just chill and think about what we're doing, then this panic purchasing wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> we, we wouldn't have these blank shelves of toilet paper. Like, you don't need that much toilet paper, man. Like, why are we buying years of toilet paper when all we really need is to focus on buying maybe two weeks worth of groceries, two weeks to a month worth of groceries. That's that's all we really need. Everything else is going to waste because it's just going to sit in the refrigerator or the toilet paper is just going to be there. You, you're going to have enough. These people have toilet tissue for the next 10 years. My God. Really? We needed that. You needed that much toilet tissue. But anyway, I went and got some myself, so I'll be quiet. But I was like two packs. <laughs> you know, it. it just two packs, two, three packs. Not that bad, right? Quick, quick, quick. Yeah, right, right, cool, right, whatever. But yeah, we have to know how to love. You have to work on loving. It's not that hard. If you do it intentionally, if you, at the core of your being, are attempting to love everyone properly, then it's not that hard. It takes listening, understanding, and patience, and just being present. That's all it is. It's really not that hard. It's not. It's really not that hard. If we listen to each other, if we just you know have general communication that doesn't break down often, then there wouldn't be these issues. We are in a time in life where we all need to come together and really watch out for each other and just be neighbors. Like we're supposed like if things keep going in the fashion that they're going, if these coronavirus illnesses continue to ramp up, there's no telling what the government's going to do. We might all have to be on a curfew here soon. Uh, this I've never I mean I'm 35 and I have never seen anything like this and I probably will never see anything like this ever again um you know this level of this number of people who are dying from this illness is just horrifying yeah I mean the flu has killed a whole lot more people but the flu mortality rate is like 0.1 percent and the coronavirus mortality rates 1%. That's 10%. That's like 10 times, not 10%, but 10 times higher mortality rate. So you can literally get it by touching a surface. 
that's infected with someone else's bodily fluids, whether it be spit, sweat, any type of bodily fluid. <laughs> it's disgusting to think about. But any type of bodily fluid, if if it's from a infected person and you touch that, to touch one of your orifices, like your mouth or your eyes, nose, you could more than likely be infected. And some of the footage and some of the details about this illness are just devastating how how the elderly populations are just falling off like flies, how they're not even wanting to, they don't even have enough supplies to treat elderly populations and so they're not giving them ventilators, how the test kits don't even have enough components to be able to test uh, enough people. So there might be a lot of people walking around with this virus who are just thinking they have a cold, but they have something more serious and they don't even know because they can't get tested. But some parts of different states don't, don't even have tests available. Some states don't even, well, I know West Virginia from last time I saw, didn't have avail, uh, the availability of tests, I don't think. Well, there weren't any viruses uh, confirmed in West Virginia, so I'm just, you know, I'm just speculating that they don't have any, the, the tests aren't there yet, or they just don't have the uh, medical ability or knowledge to test. So, I say out does that to say this, we have to love one another. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about doing what's right for each other. If we would all just consider someone else and, you know, how someone else feels or how our actions may make someone else feel or what we're doing to someone else and even if they're telling you that you're hurting them, if you, you just listen, it just takes listening and understanding to know how you're making someone else feel. It's not hard. It's really not. We have to do what's right by everybody else because we all have this big planet, blue green planet to share. And it's, it's not just one person's, but God put us all here. We're supposed to live in harmony and peace. Yeah, you know, we're living in a fallen world and there's wars all around, even now, but it's our purpose to love and to glorify God. God is love. So that's what we should be. We should be practicing love. Love yourself. First and foremost, love God. Love yourself. Love others the way they want to be loved. And if you can't love them the way they want to be loved, that's okay. If you're not capable, that's fine. If they're not capable of loving you the way you want to be loved, that's cool. But as long as that's what you're needing is communicated clearly and people don't have to read your mind, then that's all you can do. Sometimes love just isn't enough. And that's okay. Because God doesn't make mistakes. There's no failure in God. So if something doesn't work out, then it's just run its course and it just wasn't meant to be. So 
So when things don't go the way you envisioned or the way you thought they should should, or if things don't work out for you like it worked out for another couple or it didn't work out for you like it worked out for mommy and daddy or Wilma and, and Jason down the street, that's all right because God has something better or something greater in store. So don't focus on what you've lost, the love you lost. Focus on the love you have and the love you can give and how you can perfect your love. Let's perfect our love for one another, for ourselves, for the next generation, for the generations before us. It's about what we can give and what we can do, not about what we can take. Because there's, there's plenty of people out here taking, taking, taking. It's, it's better to give than it is to receive. And I'm not saying that you should be looking to receive when you're giving, but give from the heart. Giving from the heart doesn't, doesn't mean that you're looking for someone to give something back to you. Love intentionally. Without bias without ulterior motives, without trying to get something out of it. Just love. That's all. And that's another episode of Big Talk to Mixtape. This episode was brought to you by Fluffy Buff Clothing. Yes, Fluffy Buff Clothing Company. There's no fluff that can't be buff. Whether you're slim, thick, not fit, but working on it, you might be ripped and loving it. Well, Fluffy Buff is for you. Yes, that's Fluffy Buff Clothing Company. Fluffy Buff Clothing Company coming to a web site near you. All right, everyone. Let's get out there and love.